Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. We've made it to day three of the NFL Draft in terms of our player-by-player episodes. And today's player is cornerback Kobe Bryant from Cincinnati. And he represents the halfway point of the Seahawks draft class, being taken as the fifth of nine selections. Let's listen to the moment he got the call from John Schneider. Hello. Hey, is this Kobe? Yes, sir. Kobe, hey, John Schneider with the Seattle Seahawks, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. You ready to come on out to Seattle and play a little corner for us, my man? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Awesome. We're at 109 right here, okay? We're gonna we're gonna yes, we're gonna we're gonna send your name in. Congratulations, man. Hey, Kobe, what's up? Congratulations. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, hey, doing good. Doing good. Yeah, okay. Well, this is a good way to start your day here. We get this thing cranking. Hey, uh, uh, this is, uh, as always, is, I know it's a huge deal for you and, and for your family and all that. It's a huge deal for us, too, and we're really excited about you being part of this team. There's a lot that you bring you know, in your makeup and who you are and the serious competitor that you are and the tough guy that you are and all of that. It gives you a, a, a you know a big entree to coming in here. Well, all we want you to do is come in here and bow your ass off and compete. That's all we'll ask you to do, and I know that that's who you are. So this is going to work out great. So congratulations, yes, Appreciate that. All right, buddy. Hey, got a couple guys who uh, want, want to get a chance to talk to you. Defensive coordinator, uh, Coach Clint Hurt. Here you go. Okay. Kobe, congratulations, stud. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. Hey, man. This is going to be awesome. Got a guy to come and lock it down on the edge. You ready to roll? You know it. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to get Coach Scott on the phone with you. Congratulations, you and your family. I look forward to seeing you out here soon. This okay, Coach Scott, our DB coach. Hold on. Kobe. Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good, man. Welcome to the fam, man. I'm excited to have you, bro. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, them, uh, them, them talks wasn't for nothing, huh? They wasn't wasted, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> well, shoot, man. You're going to be down here in no time, and we're going to get to work. And I'm looking forward to it, all right, man? Yes, sir. Appreciate that. All right. And I'll be, um, I'll probably hit you up too here to get you my contact if you didn't save it already. Um, so you can okay. put that in there and have it for life, big dog. Okay. Appreciate that, coach. All right. Now, man, let's go to work, big dog. Before we get to the football stuff, let's cover first what we are all wondering when we heard the name Kobe Bryant picked by the Seahawks. And yes, Kobe is indeed named after the basketball player. Uh, my parents. Loved Kobe Bryant and, uh, you know, everything that he brought to the table as a, not only as an athlete, but as a human, as a human being himself and how he carried himself. So, you know, that's some, somebody that they ultimately knew right away that, you know, that's somebody they want to name me after. But, you know, I have my name spelled different because they wanted my own unique way. You know, they wanted my own journey. You know, ultimately it was, a, it was an honor to be named after a legend and my hero. But, you know, they all, they just wanted me to have my own name and, you know, represent my name the best way I could. So, is there any pressure that comes with that name? Not, not really pressure. You know, more of a privilege, honestly. He's named after Kobe, but can he play like Kobe? Here's what Bryant had to say about his basketball skills. Uh, I would say I'm more of a dunker. I, I, yeah. I can dunk real well. I can't really. I can shoot a little bit because I'm lefty. I'm a lefty, but <laughs> other than that, I, I really can't do too much other than that. At Cincinnati, Bryant played alongside first-round corner Sauce Gardner. It prepared me a lot. You know, he's an ultimate competitor, just like I am. You know, he, he had an exceptional career at, at Cincy, you know, and he pushed me, 
You know, just because he's younger than me doesn't mean I always have to be a leader. You know, he was also a leader as well. And, you know, he pushed me not only to become a, a good football player, but a better man as well, too, just because of the relationship that we have off the field. Despite having won the Jim Thorpe Award as the nation's best defensive back, Bryant fell all the way to the fourth round. He talked about what kind of impact that had on him. All I needed is just a, a, just a lane. You know, I wasn't really, you know, focused on, you know, what round it was or whatever it may be. You know, just as long as I got the, the opportunity, you know, it was just up to me, you know, to seize that opportunity once it, once it came. And, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful to even have, hear my name called. Before we get to John and Pete's commentary, let's first hear a little more Seahawks-specific content from Bryant, starting with his visits with the team. You know, I'm a, I'm a humble guy. You know, I try not to, you know, get too excited. Uh, but I'm extremely grateful for the opportunity, most importantly. Um, but yeah, I, I was—I definitely talked to the Seahawks twice. I had a formal with them at the combine, and then recently met with them, probably approximately two weeks after the combine um, on Zoom with uh, Coach Scott. And uh, you know, we watched film and everything. Did good. I knew I did good after the interview, and you know, long behold, I got the call. So Bryant said he watched the Legion of Boom a lot growing up. I watched them a lot, actually. You know, my, my dad used to always talk to me about, you know, Richard Sherman and Earl Thomas growing up and Cam Chancellor. Um, you know, so I, I watched those guys growing up. They were actually my favorite, you know, group of DBs growing up. You know, I'm not that old, so I can't really go back too far with that. So, you know, those are kind of like, you know, my guys that I always used to watch and look, look up to. Finally, here's what the former Bearcat had to say about his playing style. I would definitely say I'm a physical you know, physical corner as well, as well as uh, high football IQ. And then most importantly, you know, I feel like I make a lot of plays on the ball. So I would say my ball skills were, are, you know, the best in the draft. Again, back to clips about Bryant's name. Carroll had to crack a joke, especially as someone who has taken players named after other famous athletes. Well, I think the amazing thing is that he, he comes from Cincinnati. The last guy we drafted from Cincinnati was Mike Tyson. He couldn't wait to say that. <laughs> he couldn't wait to say that. It was like, it's been all afternoon. Freaking softball. Yeah. And he's going to wear number eight. Um, maybe he wears number eight. Who knows? And it is confirmed Kobe will wear the number eight. Pete also talked about how surprised he was that Bryant fell to the Seahawks despite having won the Jim Thorpe Award. It's uh, rare to get a guy that was the, you know, chosen as the best DB in the country. Uh, it doesn't happen very often. I don't know if it's the Heisman for the DBs or the, you know, it's just the great Jim Thorpe uh, Award in itself, but that's pretty cool. And it's because uh, you know, Kobe's such a good football player, just all around, can do it all. Um, he's big and strong, um, really aware a leader on that team, on a championship club, and and, uh, a really good playmaker. Wrapping up, let's hear what the Seahawks general manager had to say about Bryant's leadership abilities. Kobe was really buttoned up, too, you know, as a pro, especially down at the Senior Bowl. He was, uh, you know, talking to Jim Nagy, who runs the Senior Bowl, just throughout the week, the way he handled himself. And then all the guys that went into the school, everything he got out of the the coaching staff and everything, he was was really, they, they called him the culture changer and And uh, so, yeah, really excited about him. That'll do it for today's show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for producing this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And if you're checking out fieldgoals.com, John P. Gilbert has all of the latest as the Seahawks hit the practice field on Monday 
to start OTAs. So we are going to be hearing more from Pete Carroll and some of the players now that they are back in practice. The veterans are there, which also means that we have some reports of veterans not participating in practice, either due to health issues, recovering from surgery. That's all up at fieldgoals.com. If you're looking for more to listen to, you can hear from Clinton Bonner and Wilson Kahn on the Seahawkers podcast. The latest episode kicks off with a deep dive into the schedule. And then on the back end, you can catch the latest show that's going to be coming out in the fall with Wilson and Clinton Bonner as they look at some prop bets. So check that out up at SeahawkersPodcast.com. I'll be back here. We're going to be talking OTAs. We're going to be going through the rest of the draft class. And so until next time, go Hawks. Hawks.